Welcome to Super Magic Time Friends. In this podcast, two 40 year old geeks talk about four decades of geekness. My name is Emilio Guzman. And my name is Thijs van Domburg. And we have selected four magical titles for our podcast today. From the 80s, the movie The Witches of Eastwick. From the 90s, TV series Charmed. From the Zeros, the game Bayonetta. And from the 10s, the comic Black Magic. And the theme of this episode is, no, don't burn them, these witches are cool. Uh, yeah, we are going to talk a lot about witches. Um, yes, and we have four great titles. I, I think so. <laughs> <You>? No, <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. I think they are all great titles okay. to discuss. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, they are. They're 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 all interesting uh, uh, in whole yeah. different ways. I think uh, it's it's a weird it's a weird thing, right? There are vampire movies. There are movies about zombies, uh, yeah. were, werewolves, and movies about witches. And yeah, that that witches well are kind of real. That's the weird thing. Yeah, that stems from a, a, a really uh, terrible thing. That happened uh, in uh, in history. That yeah, yeah. there there were now people uh, being staked because they they, they they other people thought they were vampires or uh, or or I I've never read about people uh, being shot with silver bullets because people thought they were no, <laughs> werewolves. But not yeah. on Mars, right? No, 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 uh, no. no. But yeah, this is this is uh, uh, well uh, a terrible thing that happened uh, a few centuries ago and. Uh, what I understood is still happening in some places. Uh, women, mostly women, being being uh, killed or uh, in 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 horrible ways because people think they were they are witches. Yeah, it also uh, happened in, uh, in 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 Holland in the in the Middle Ages, and yeah, it, 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 uh, I think there were two hundred fifty uh, people executed in, in 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 Holland, of which a uh, hundred were executed by the Spanish people that were occupying uh, Holland. So once again, uh, I feel uh, 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 like I got the bo- <laughs> the bad end of both uh, my, uh, yeah, my uh, half Dutch part and my half Spanish part. Usually if you go back in history, both of those uh, uh, parts did terrible things. So yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, Emilio likes to say sorry for uh, everything. Uh, absolutely, that's absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I visited Salem once. That's a, a oh, town well, in yeah. Massachusetts, and um, that that that's where the 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 most witches were burned in uh, uh, in the states. There have been a lot more witch witch killings and burnings uh, in the states than in the Netherlands. Uh, it was a terrible, terrible period for <laughs> for humanity. In yeah. Salem, but but now now it's uh, well they they attract a lot of tourists of course now because of the yeah. of, of the the name and it's it's full of witch shops which is really cool where you can buy herbs yeah. and and books about uh, about witchcraft all these shops smell like incense it's it's amazing that that this is what we have now. In Salem, uh, if you're ever in uh, Massachusetts, uh, go to Salem. It's it's really cool, and you can visit the museum about uh, the witch hunt. Uh, super interesting. What happened there? I uh, there was a uh, an old secondhand bookstore where I bought 
um, Salem's Lot, the Stephen King uh, book. Oh, wow. yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was <laughs> it was a book about witches. So I thought, oh, how cool yeah. is that? I'm buying uh, a <laughs> Stephen King book about witches in Salem, called Salem's Lot. And, and then we uh, went to our uh, hotel. Uh, it was a uh, an old wooden cabin in uh, in the woods, and uh, it was beautiful and and a bit creepy uh, because yeah. well we 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 had seen nothing but witch stuff and read nothing uh, but uh, stories about witches. So I started reading it, and then uh, it turned out it was about vampires, <laughs> not about right. witches, and it doesn't even t- take place in Salem. It it takes place in the fictional town of Salem's Lot in Maine because, yeah, yeah. it's Stephen exactly. King. Exactly. So yeah, it's in yeah, Maine. You could have known that. You I could have. Yeah, <laughs> but still, it was still. It's it, it's a very creepy book. So yeah, it was nice being being scared reading a book in a in a bit in a scary cabin that was also really romantic and well, it's a lot of emotions there. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's the, 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 the strange part of this uh, theme. And uh, I, I really like uh, witch stories. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah. And that, uh, uh, of course, is completely detached from what happened in history. Because yeah. uh, uh, right now, if you uh, read a story about uh, a witch, um, yeah, you sometimes uh, feel scared for uh, the, the power of that, that witch. What would have been a bad thing uh, in history, but uh, this is, of course, just entertainment. Yeah. And it uh, completely, I think it completely de- detached itself fr- from history. Although we are going to uh, discuss a-, a title where I think uh, has that, um, a title that has that history uh, in it. Yeah, yeah, uh, which is very interesting, I think. Yeah, and uh, what's also weird is that that there's this uh, cliche about witches being old old women with a with a board and a flying and a broomstick, like yeah, like the, the fairy, fairy tale tales. Witch. Yeah, but yeah. so uh, I get a feeling that every movie or series or comic about witches uh, really tries not to do that, but yeah. The, Nobody <laughs> has done that any in in past few years, in past few centuries. I think. Yeah. Everybody, nobody, nobody really tackles the uh, the, the cliche about witches. So no, no, yeah. No. Well, I, the, the, I, the, I, the, the the witch in in the Witcher. <laughs> Strange thing to say, uh, <laughs> but the um, the uh, three. Uh, oh the yeah, women the three old hags. Yeah, uh, uh, those, those are, are classic witches. Yeah, they um, are close. They, they they don't fly yeah. around on broomsticks, but no, they do no. feed on children. So they cack- yeah, they cackle. They cackle. Yeah, and they cackle. <laughs> yeah, right. And they That's... do have uh, uh, they have warts among other gruesome features. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they are awesome. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm so glad you 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 brought those up because they I think they're my favorite witches ever. They are they are yeah. uh, really good witches. Yeah. 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 And they're evil witches. But uh, the, the witches we are talking about today, they're not evil. No. We are going to talk about good witches. Yeah. Uh, witches uh, that are the good guys, uh, which yeah, as I said, that's 
usually the case in modern in modern fiction but yeah there was a lot of witch stuff to choose from but uh i think we uh, we chose some interesting ones uh well me I'm, too I'm, usually you i'm the grumpy one but i i have a feeling that today you <laughs> you I are will, the, um, the grumpy I will, uh, old be witch. on my best behavior <laughs> You are the grumpy old warlock today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I might be. Yeah. So, um, yeah, let's go back to want to relive the 90s this week you can do two things um, option one you could watch the new mortal kombat movie yeah what I'm he- yeah <laughs> when i'm hearing about it it makes me very happy it seems to be the best terrible movie that has ever been made uh or you can watch charmed and in the netherlands that last option is the only option because we do not have hbo max here so uh hbo if you're listening Call your friend Max and tell him to get over here (laughs) because we want to watch the Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah. Um, Okay. Back to Charmed because that's what we're talking about today. Uh, Charmed season one, the series from 1998. Uh, My first and only disappointment was that the streaming service I watch it on has replaced the original theme music with some garbage ripoff. The music you just heard... That was the original theme song, a, a cover by a Love Spit Love of the song How Soon Is Now by the Smiths. And if the reason would have been that, well, that, that Smiths singer Morrissey turned out to be the biggest racist vegetarian since Adolf Hitler. But no, that's not the reason. It's a licensing <laughs> issue. So I say we organize a Kickstarter to buy those rights back. And, 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 and make sure that, that, that uh, Charmed on Netflix or wherever you can watch it has that theme song again. So, anyway, let's talk about the series itself. Um, yeah, I <laughs> I still love this series. And <laughs> I, to, this week, I got a feeling that you, you don't. <laughs> no, no, no. I, Did you I, love it back then, or? No. No, I I I, I, ah, I, uh, okay. I never watched it. I, I, I did watch it uh, once or twice just to uh, yeah come to the conclusion, the same conclusion I still uh, uh, have <laughs> to this day uh, that I don't like it. <laughs> I, 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 I do not like this series. No. Wow, that's amazing because you picked this title. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I know, I know, I, I know. I picked it because uh, um, well, it is one of the. Um, uh, and that's the the strangest uh, uh, thing that I, I I love witch stories, but I I just cannot oh, I, I I hate this. I just <laughs> I, I find it so annoying that it's they are uh, they are having this amazing the biggest change in their lives that they turn mm-hmm. out to be witches and very good witches at that. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, they are really powerful. Um, 
or they suppose they are supposed to be really powerful mm-hmm. uh, and they But? do nothing with it they, they they don't even read the book for god's sakes <laughs> they, they just man i i would have read that book the first day i knew about it from from cover to cover and i'm and i'm dyslectic thais i am <laughs> a dyslectic guy so it would have taken me a week The, 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 those old handwritings are especially hard to read for a dyslectic. Yeah, I, I can imagine. Sure, but I would <laughs> I would have done nothing else than read that book and try out my magic. God, <laughs> I, I, those. Yeah. Oh. I, that that will be fun uh, in this discussion. I'll I will basically agree with anything you say, but still <laughs> I love I will love this series. Okay, um, in this series there are not so there are not one. Not two, but three witches. And uh, in this season, uh, the three witches are Prue, Piper, and Phoebe Halliwell. Uh, the three sisters, the, their sisters, they live together in a house in San Francisco. Not, not a very witchy city, I think. I, San Francisco? I, 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 no, I, I like seeing San Francisco in the series. You know, well, there's all these shots of the tram and the, and the bridge yeah. and all the, the, the San Francisco cliches. And I, I well, I've, 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 I love that city. I, uh, I've been there once, and so I, I love seeing it. But at the same time, I thought it's a very witchy, witchy. No. no. Um, but well, and here they, they discover that they are um, this descendants from a long line of witches. And in the first episode, Phoebe moves in with her two older sisters, and she starts playing with a Ouija board. Uh, Ouija board that they already had in their in their childhood, and the board tells her that they have to look in the attic, and uh, well, <laughs> which, which is really strange that the attic is closed, so they've never yeah. been there. <laughs> well, that was really weird. How big is your house? If there's a room in your house <laughs> that you've never entered, yeah, just because the lock is locked off, <laughs> just kick yeah. the door in. You're not at all curious. You don't no. have uh, stuff to put there. <laughs> it's no. just... Well, it's a big house, but it's not. It's not a castle or something. No, it's, it's yeah, um, yeah. And in that in that attic, they find a chest, and in the chest is a book. It's a book of shadows, and Phoebe accidentally reads a line from the book out loud, and ta-da, they're witches. My biggest issue is that. They're more like superheroes than they, that they are witches. I had exactly the same thing. That they, yeah, yeah. Okay. But uh, tell tell me about it because uh, oh, well, I, I don't yeah. I don't want to be the grumpy uh, grumpy one. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah. Uh, they all have a kind of superpower. Prue has uh, telekinesis. Um, Piper can stop time, and Phoebe can see the future. And they don't even have to chant a spell or something. They just Do it when needed, when they're uh, angry or uh, emotional. Well, when they need it. <laughs> yeah. So when somebody drops a plate, um, uh, Piper can uh, automatically stops time, so she can catch the plate. And uh, yeah, and, and, and the, the, they do cast spells, as you said. They they have that yeah. book with with spells in it, but they, they only use it at the end of the episode. So for the entire yep. episode, it's superhero power, superhero power, superhero powers. And at the end of the episode, they always perform uh, a spell. It's, it's always an, uh, an, an incantation in the book, um, 
which is usually a dumb rhyme with the words three sisters in it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this is so dumb. Rhymes. I, I, I mean, uh, first of all, how, how terrible is it that you, so you find out you're a witch and you have to share your powers with your sisters. So <laughs> you don't even get the three powers. You just get one of those three. It, it's, oh, it's so annoying. And they're more like <laughs> X-Men than they're, than that they're uh, uh, witches, uh, except for that book at the end. It's, it's oh. Yeah, and, and they have to hide their, their witches, of course, have to hide that they're witches, just like yeah. superheroes. That's, that's the thing they already had, had in common. But yeah, here yeah. it's, they, they, they um, the Prue, the older sister, tells, always tells the youngest sister, don't use your powers uh, for your own good. And well, uh, as the, in the third episode, you can see sh that they, they literally can't do that. No, uh, yeah. But, but so, yeah, they even have to hide their powers. So it's, it's, there are so many superhero tropes in this, in this witch series. I, I, <laughs> I think that's funny, but maybe, yeah. Well, uh, the other thing it is, I, it I, is I, funny, uh, but on an, uh, on an annoying level. <laughs> <laughs> I totally can get where you come from. But, but the other thing I find so cool and at the same time so dumb about this series is there's often uh, a beeline in it about the San Francisco police force uh, trying to solve a murder. And it, <laughs> sometimes it's the same. So stupid. They're trying oh, to solve, solve the same murder. Well, I think, well, it makes it extra 90s. That's that's one thing that it's also uh, a detective series. I'm amazed that they didn't try to shove a detective story in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. But anyway, uh, these detective scenes, they're all really cool. I, I love Lieutenant Daryl, but they're pretty useless because the witches always save the day. In episode yeah. two, there, there's a serial killer on the loose and the three witches and the cops are both on the case. By the time the cops have their suspicions about the killer, the sisters have already burned him alive. So yeah, yeah. Well, uh, this is this is one of my uh, gripes uh, with the series. Um, one of my uh, many many gripes. Uh, uh, why don't they just tell the police officer that 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 they're witches? I mean, she's he's clearly going to be on their side because he yeah. he's completely uh, uh head over heels in love uh, with one of the sisters and it, it would be so helpful to have one uh, a guy on the force to 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 be you know to cover for you uh, uh it would help him be because he can use the premonitions and stuff like that it, it's so dumb that they don't tell him and the other thing is He's a really bad cop. I mean, it takes him it takes him until episode 19 to figure out that they are witches. I mean, with every case, every case one of the sisters is involved. I mean, yeah. I, I I'm not yeah, I'm not at, a, I'm not a detective. At some point, at some point they're going to to work together, but yeah, it takes yeah. a lot of time. It takes him a, a, an awful lot of time. I mean, if we're talking I, about season one, so we can we can have that gripe about season one. It's so it's so dumb. 
But yeah, sorry, man. I I love I love watching it again. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I I did enjoy my time with it because I I also enjoy uh, being annoyed. Uh, <laughs> it's a great series to be annoyed with. Uh, I I miss these. Um, sometimes I miss these monster of the week shows so much. Uh, there's no Netflix bloat. You don't have these 50 minute episodes and these storylines that drag on way too long. <laughs> there are a lot of problems. I don't know with if these. I agree with this because it, it has a lot of episodes for a first season. But yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. every episode is its own yeah, story. It's its own story. Yeah, that's yeah, true. that's that's yeah. sometimes my issue with with yeah. modern television is there's there are these stories it takes them ten episodes to tell and often. Uh, those procedural uh, shows well every episode had had its own story and often yeah. those stories were were that good but yeah and and the witchcraft you know i i mostly love these characters the witchcraft is just an extra plus for me prude uh, she's the oldest of the three she's often angry mostly at phoebe and and piper is the most calm of the three and well without her they would fall apart and yeah I, well, I love Phoebe. Alyssa Milano plays that role so well. And she's so funny as the young, wide-eyed sister. And But yeah, I must say what's even funnier is <laughs> that their dynamic in the series well mirrored the reality on set exactly. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Prue and Piper, so uh, Shannon Doherty and Holly Mary Combs, they were already friends be- before they were casted. And Alyssa Milano plays phoebe she was the new girl in the group because the other two were already friends so uh the same as her character uh, in the series so she was new in the house and the actress was new on set uh literally because in the pilot her role was played by another actress so she was the new new one (laughs) and in in the series prue and phoebe never can get along uh, Brew is always always uh, the grumpy one, and, and Phoebe the the the, the happy go lucky one. Uh, well, that was basically the same. What happened behind the scenes? Uh, uh, Dorothy and Milano they hated each other. They hated <laughs> each other so much. Uh, Dorothy so was even fired off the series after season three. Well, the end of season three. Uh, yeah, she dies, but that was because. She was fired, oh, and, wow. which meant her character had to be killed off. And she was replaced by uh, Rose McGowan. And yeah, <laughs> always sounded like the worst job on set, right? Acting your own death scene because you're be- fired. Because so. you're fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are not needed on set anymore. We hate you, but you have to do <laughs> this yeah. one thing. Yeah. <laughs> Please make Go. it believable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please go act your own death scene. But and uh, uh, I get the hell to, out. I have to be honest that uh, I think uh, uh, it, uh, the first season. I don't know if it if the acting gets better uh, in in uh, in the other seasons. But I, I I thought that Dorothy was the only one who could really act. <laughs> um, oh, no. No, no, I don't agree. But uh, yeah. oh, okay, oh, I, I, no, I, I, I thought all the men were were terrible actors. Uh, oh, truly, truly, <laughs> except Daryl, except the, the lieutenant. I think he's great, but all the I other men. I think he's okay, but if they have to yeah. do something, uh, some other emotion, then uh, 
being angry at each other, it, it's, oh, it, it, <laughs> it is a bit cringy to watch, uh, I, I, I think. And, and I did, uh, 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 Shannon Dorothy, I was actually quite amazed uh, uh, about how calmly and good she she had that role. I, I think she yeah, did well, a good I, job. I agree that she's the, the best actor of actress of yeah. the three. Yeah, her only problem is that she was... Uh, she was terrible to work with on set yeah, because yeah, yeah. She, she already was fired from uh, Beverly Hills in 90210 yeah. uh, after a few seasons. And here it happened again. So yeah. that's why you never see Shannon Doherty again in, in, <laughs> on TV. But she, yeah, I, I, but yeah, um, yeah, well, I, I had a great <laughs> week watching Charmed again. <laughs> so uh, let's go to the next title. Because this is clearly the best one of the four, so... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let me take <laughs> you back to <laughs> 2015. Yes, we're going to talk about Black Magic, a, uh, yeah, a fantastic uh, uh, comic, uh, I can immediately say. This is a comic written by a really good writer, um, uh, Greg Ruka, uh, and the art is by Nicholas Scott, who is an amazing artist. Um, and yeah, Black Magic is definitely a really good comic with beautiful art. I'm not the grumpy one this time. That's but you have to be, Thijs. That is just no. the role that you'll be. <laughs> no, uh, Greg Ruka is, is known for uh, writing stories uh, with, with strong female characters, um, uh, like the, the, the old guard, of course, and uh, Lazarus. Um, so, yeah, I think it was only a matter of time uh, before he uh, uh, wrote a witch story. Yeah, yeah. And, That's uh, right. The thing is that uh, I don't know if if you if this sounds strange, but uh, uh, he and uh, Nicola Scott, the the artist, are really good friends, and I I don't mm -hmm. know, but I I think I can see it in the story. Like they they <laughs> they they work together so good. They, they it's like they they end each other's sentences or something. It, it's uh -huh. just well, yeah, I see what you mean. But yeah, that that's comics, right? If, when you have an, a, a writer and an artist, uh, there's not one medium where it depends on the skills of of two persons equally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes it's just done good, and sometimes it elevates uh, everything. And, and I think yeah, that's the case here. They 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 yeah they come complete each other and uh to, to give one example uh and it's uh, of course the 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 uh, most clear example uh it's completely done in, in in black and white uh but when there's magic uh uh, uh depicted then it suddenly lights up with color and that makes it i don't know it, it that, that is such a a cool way to to uh show you magic uh yeah it's not the first time i saw that saw that trick being done but this is by far the best example of this exactly uh, yeah it's, you it's mean the trick of uh, using color in black and white 
Yeah. Yeah. But this, yeah. this is a. This, it it always surprises you. That's exactly. a cool thing. Yeah. It yeah. never feels like a trick. That's no. Uh, that's also cool. Yeah. It's always. It feels so earned and smart. And oh man. Yeah, and the it thing I, I I like about this comic is uh, that it it might be a witch story, but it feels really realistic even even the magic somehow feels real the the the, the story centers around a detective uh, called rowan black uh she works uh, for the portsmouth uh, uh police department uh but oh, being... that's smart right that the witch works at the police department that's, yeah that's a big step in the exactly <laughs> step in a good direction they, they <laughs> should have done that in charmed and then it would be a really good series <laughs> i think <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, being a cop is is the least interesting uh, thing about her. Um, yeah, she she she's a she's a witch, uh, of course, uh, because she fits the theme, uh, and she's uh, descended from a, an old and powerful family. During uh, a ritual, her phone uh, is ringing. That's the like the first scenes of the the the, the comic. Yeah, she has to uh, step away from the ritual. Because there's a hostage uh, situation uh, going on in a diner. Uh, and when she gets there on her motor uh, cycle, because she's a really cool witch. <laughs> I think uh, the motorcycle is the broom uh, in, in this case. Yeah, yeah, it really is. <laughs> it's a step up from a broom, right? Yeah. <laughs> it can fly, but well. No, no, it's, it's not a cooler. step up. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's a, but it's, it does look cooler. Um, if Quidditch was done with motorcycles, ex except in, instead of broomsticks, I would have liked Quidditch much more, I think. Yeah, me too. Then it would be something uh, like Rocket League, uh, maybe. Yeah. Oh, man. Rocket League. <laughs> yeah. But with Make motorcycles? a Rocket League. Quidditch. Uh, it, it, that's a perfect game. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, when she gets at the, the the diner, the hostage taker is is asking specifically for her. Yes, he uh, soaked all the the hostages in in, in gasoline, and uh, he will let them go if she comes in uh, alone. And uh, she doesn't know him um, when she gets there. She uh, yeah, she doesn't recognize him. Then he takes out his uh, lighter, a Zippo with an emblem. Of a hammer on it, uh, she recognizes the emblem, and when he, yeah, tries to light the flame, uh, without any hesitation, she uses her magic and turns the flames on him. And I, it's just this. I think this is one of the best first issues of a comic I've ever read. Me and too. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly. So good. Yeah. That opening completely hooked me. It. It. It oh, just. Yeah. The whole atmosphere of it, and and uh, the second comic also has this this very very good opening that's th that tells the story of uh, the thirteen year old Rowan uh, uh, joining uh, the coven. They they perform uh, this ritual, and and at first it looks really really scary, but really beautiful as well. She's she's in a forest, and and, and they dig a hole, uh, uh, and they fill it with water and flower petals, and and. Uh, once under water, she can feel all the witches before her, and and that starts out nice, like she 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 feels like she's taking uh, uh, in with the whole coffin, but then all of a sudden she also feels their pain, and that is yeah, of course uh, we already told you about the terrible history that that 
yeah, which is uh, felt a lot of pain. All of a sudden, she she feels all of their pain combined, and and imagine that just to feel the the everything you you, you your your people felt. It's yeah, such a powerful story. I, I don't yeah, know. I have never seen something like this. It's almost also one of the best second issues of yeah, a yeah, yeah, I've ever read. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that one uh, also completely hooked me, and I was already hooked. As a as a white half Dutch half Spanish man, I would be terrified uh, to feel all the things my ancestors might have done. Um, yeah. So uh, I don't even want to see my my own life. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, that combined with the art, I already yeah said it that, that it's uh, it's it's amazing. It's it's really realistically uh, drawn with a, a lot of attention to detail uh, like the the diner uh, the police station the, the small cafe uh, Rowan's uh, home every location uh, uh, looks like a drawing of a real place right all these crazy details and every nook and cranny of the, of the of the of the panel it's you can every every time I look at a panel I I will find new details. And, exactly. Uh, yeah, I love her. She has a, a wardrobe in her uh, living room with uh, like a Jürgen Steel uh, uh, wardrobe, uh, and I want to have that wardrobe. <laughs> and it looks really good. Um, uh, uh, the when when there's magic involved, it feels like it's just there. You know, it's just yeah. Because yeah. you're already used to the to the, the the gray real world yeah which feel already feels like a fantasy world because it's in gray and black and white and when there is added color that feels like the real thing for some reason yeah yeah exactly because yeah. well you're used to seeing colors and that's why it really works for me yeah me too me too yeah and this is the witchiest title of all of all our titles i think this yeah. is the, the most classic witch uh we 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 discussed today yeah and um, it refers to actually actual uh, uh witch history yeah yeah and she actually has to do spells yeah uh, <laughs> she doesn't have superpowers like well basically all the other witches we're talking about today spoiler alert and uh yeah that this this is this is the most realistic witch yeah it's not because well it doesn't exist but yeah magic doesn't exist but if it would exist like the way uh well the, the stories tell this is the most realistic witch let's, yeah, I, I, let's keep it that way i think so too yeah yeah, yeah. what i think what a, what a comic and well regular books can do so well is, is trick you into believing that that the protagonist is the good guy I, I i love that and and i do think rowan is the good guy yeah but Boy, is she not to be trusted all the time. Nah. She has so yeah. many secrets, and well, I, uh, that that that's something that this comic does so well. Uh, you 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 constantly root for her, and well, there are moments in this comic where you will think, "Is she the good guy?" Yeah, <laughs> and that's and uh, yeah, that's that's. But amazing. that's just all that's ingredients of a great story. So uh, if you haven't read it, this, uh, then go. Go and read it. Uh, listen to the end of the podcast. Just stay for now. But after the podcast, go and buy this. Yeah, um, I'm going to take uh, us way back now to 1987.
So let's talk about The Witches of Eastwick. It's a comedy film directed by George Miller. It's from 1987. And it's about an unattractive old man who wants to have sex with three <laughs> young women. And he manages to do so. And this sounds like this movie would win the Harvey Weinstein Award during the Hazard H. Well Film Festival. But no, there's much more to this movie than it would seem. Um, yeah, first you gotta know this. Uh, uh, the man we're talking about, played by Jack Nicholson, he's the devil. So I do, I do not mean he's, he's an asshole or something. No, he's the literal devil. He calls himself Daryl Van Horn. Uh, I love that on the nose name. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Oh, this is a Dutch name, by the way. I just Van Horn. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, oh, the Dutch. Fuck the Dutch. <laughs> Dutch what? assholes. And recently, uh, he moved to uh, a small town in Rhode Island. Uh, so we we we're in the East Coast now. So yeah. that's yeah, that, that's that's where which stories belong. Not in San Francisco. And uh, the the town's called Eastwick. Uh, so, yeah, The Witches of Eastwick. Uh, he has just bought the biggest house in town. It's a luxurious, or almost a castle, on the top of a hill. And, uh, well, Jack Nicholson plays him. He is killing it as the devil, I think. He, he, he does it very subtle. And I was afraid it would be Nicholson at his worst. But, no, the opposite was true. I, I was a bit afraid that it was going to be like Robin Williams in his worst movies. Or, or Jim Carrey in his worst movies. Just yeah, like just just I mean, playing at the comedy or organ. Yeah, no, no, no. But Jack Nicholson is this. This is his role. The uh, yeah, the same as the Joker role. He's just perfect. No, it's, as it, a, I think it's even more subtle. It is more Joker. subtle, of course. Yeah. Uh, but he's perfect as as someone uh, who acts cheerful, but you feel the evil underneath the surface. Yeah. Even the way he eats, I think, <laughs> yeah, is yeah, evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything, every step he takes, every the look in his eyes. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's one of the best villains I've I've ever seen, acting wise. Let's let's keep it that way. Uh, but yeah, what about these three witches? Well, there are no sisters this this time, but they're friends. The loudmouth Alex, she's played by Cher. Uh, the shy music teacher Jane, played by Susan Sarandon, and the lighthearted Suki, played by Michelle Pfeiffer. It's it's a great cast. This movie. It's a it's an amazing cast. Uh, yeah. First, uh, can I just say that uh, I haven't watched any movies with Cher in it, but man, is she nope. great! This was my first experience uh, seeing Cher in a movie as well. Which we yeah we are from 1981, so my first uh, experience with Cher was that that. That stupid hit single of hers in the in the late nineties. Uh, what yeah. I learned then is that that's, that was the first time that I learned of her existence. So uh, then I learned she she had been a singer a long time. So this was kind of her comeback. Yeah. At some point, I must have learned that she acted a lot, but she, she has won an Oscar. She's she was a great actress in the eighties. But, but this I, was I the was first amazed. Time I, I was mesmerized with with her acting. She's every sentence she says, she does something with it that that's just. I think she 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 has magic before she gets magic. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, <laughs> she, yeah. I in in my view, in my head canon, she already was a. Yeah, uh, magic user. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But uh, and, and of Susan Sarandon and Michelle Pfeiffer are amazing as well. Yeah, yeah, Susan no, Sarandon true. is yeah. so funny. Jane is such a funny character. I've never seen shyness uh, played out so so incredibly funny. Yeah. Well, they're all single, uh, the characters, and in the first scene they fantasize about the perfect man, and that's the first scene. Uh, so it's literally three women talking about a man. So they, they just—they don't just fill the Bechdel test; they just burn the entire test. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a lot to talk about in this movie. So um, when this mysterious man moves into town, they all become obsessed with him. First, Alex visits him, and when he takes her to his room and tells her he wants to have sex with her, she tells him. He is unattractive, rude, and repulsive, and, and he smells. <laughs> it's such a funny scene. Yeah. But then he bewitches her emotions, and she immediately falls in love with him. Uh, you think it's devilish magic? Yeah. That felt to me like a Harvey Weinstein uh, moment, um, because he tells her uh, right after she says, you're repulsive, uh, I don't like uh, the way you talk. Uh, because he says, uh, I would like some pussy after lunch. Uh, so mm-hmm. it is truly, truly uh, repulsive. And then he says to her, but you can be so much more than that you already are. So he starts to he starts to talk about uh, talk with her about feminism to have sex with her. And then she buys it. Oh, wow. That's how you read that scene. So what, what you what you have to know is that she is an artist. She makes uh, small statues and... Well, he basically tells her you're you could have been a better artist, right? Yeah. So and so that that that, that also happens with Jane. He makes sure she she plays a cello and she plays it pretty okay. But thanks to him, she becomes the best cello player in the world. I thought the story was going to be that they uh, all made up a perfect man, but then the devil showed up. But that was also because of their magic. No, I I, th- I don't think he, he gives them magic. I think he he uh, opens up their emotions. He he just gives them uh, uh, confidence in this weird Weinsteiny way. Hmm. Oh wow. Yeah. In, in my interpretation, it was a it was a, uh, a form of witchcraft that he uh, of, of from his side that he bewitched he bewitched them to fall in love with him. I think I think that's that might just be. Uh, I, 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 I can see that there's witchcraft in, involved from his side, but mm-hmm. uh, um, it's also a story about them wanting, like in the first scene, uh, see, they, they, they discuss uh, the perfect man. And then one of them says, uh, I don't think uh, a man is uh, uh, the solution to everything. So they, they are already on the fence uh, uh, of giving uh, the men in their life the power uh, uh, to to make them happy or not, mm-hmm. uh, to uh, experience happiness, uh, they don't need men, uh, uh, and then they but they they want a man uh, who can listen, who is uh, nice, who is sweet, and then who is interesting, uh, uh, and then the devil shows up. They fall for him at first because he he gives them confidence, and then they experience. Oh, he's the devil, and he's actually like all the other men in our lives. Yeah, uh, a bad guy, and then they get rid of him. Uh, <laughs> I think so far 
it's a good story. <laughs> uh, I, I, I just so don't the, like the ending. It, he's a gross man, and but there, the, the 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 scenes that are gross, uh, well, outshine even the 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 gross views that that there are that are behind this movie. Yeah. Because uh, well, one of the things he can do is make you vomit cherries, which is one of the the grossest scenes I've ever seen. Group cherry pits, I have to say it yeah, right. Yeah. So he, he eats cherries and on the other side of town there's a, a woman he wants to get rid of and yeah. he makes her form a cherry pits. Ugh. And it's a, it's it's the grossest thing you've ever seen. And what works is that you forget the well, the, the gross stuff he, he, he does with the three uh, protagonists. Yeah. It's, it's really weird that there, there, there's so so much going on in this movie. Yeah, exactly. But because I, the I, woman... It's really interesting. Yeah, the woman he uh, tries to get rid of, she's a really narrow-minded... Christian. Christian uh, enthusiast, to keep it at that. Uh, and yeah. the whole community uh, is ashamed uh, of the uh, women living in that big mansion and uh, have them having a uh, love... A relationship a love or a sex relationship with the with one man and when the women get empowered like uh for example uh uh the susan sarandon uh, character she goes to uh, uh the grocery store she doesn't wear a bra underneath her uh shirt and then all the women there they are they speak shame of it and it's yeah no no it's it's oh it did remind me my my, my mother was a single mom in a really religious town and that was yeah they 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 often actively said to her that she would burn for it uh really yeah no 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 that was it was that was uh, absolutely awful and therefore i don't know this this movie did hit home uh, on a few occasions uh, uh but i don't know if my mother uh, uh who is a strong uh uh, and feminist uh, uh, a woman. I don't know if she uh, if she uh, had seen this back then. Mm -hmm. If she would have thought this is this was a feminist wo a movie. You understand? I, I, I don't yeah. think. I must say this is one that's so hard to to pin down. Yeah, it is. For, no, it is. For, Absolutely. For is. A, well, for a man in in twenty twenty one, yeah, seeing this this movie about well about womanhood in from 1987 there's there's so so much stuff you have to relate to yeah which makes it really hard to pin down but i just went with it and uh, i enjoyed it i thought it was funny w yeah. what helped for me was that you don't see the actual sex this there are no sex sex scenes in this movie no. that, 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 that absolutely was, worked was, for me as well yeah yeah, yeah so, still is uh, gross you have the feeling you have watched these sex scenes because Jack yeah. Nicholson is is wearing a buff rope rope the, the, in every scene a different buff it's rope. So gross. It's, it is really gross. Uh, but uh, yeah, actually but seeing them, there's no there's no exploitation. No, in it. exactly. That's yeah. that's what that's what brings me. Yeah. Um, at, at the end of the movie, they get their revenge on Jack Nicholson. Um, and it's a funny scene. It's a great scene. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. That was uh, that was. I think the 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 scene with the voodoo doll uh, uh, is is just amazing. Uh, I think they yeah. they they uh, especially for the special effects back then. Yeah. I think it's it, man. It was a good scene. Uh, 
Um, and they finally do some witch stuff because, yeah, like in Charmed, they don't really do any witch stuff. No, it's just superpowers again, flying and and stopping uh, objects in in midair. Yeah. But here they they well they go full on witch. That's uh, I was waiting for that. Yeah, me too, me too. But the the, the no the overall ending uh, after that because he uh, yeah. yeah he oh, he gets them with with child uh, <laughs> he impregnates, impregnates, him, yeah. impregnates uh, yeah. uh, the three of them and it ends with three happy women in this just nursery baby factory and and. It feels like them ending as mothers is the happy part of it. Like, yay, they, they all have their... Devil rapist babies. Yeah. They fulfill their only role they should have as a woman. They end up as mothers and they're happy. Bye. <laughs> that just yeah. annoys me. It was hard to, it was hard to watch. Uh, for me, I already enjoyed this movie so much and uh, it, it, it worked as a comedy for me that maybe that's why I could handle this scene. But I shouldn't think too hard about it because then I, I, <laughs> I could start to. Yeah, then, you, then of course you, 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 you see it's the cracks really because gross. he gets yeah. them, uh, uh, he impregnates them uh, and they, uh, but un unwillingly, right? They, they, they don't want yeah. his... They never intended to have a, no. a baby with him, of course. Yeah, uh, of course. It's it's uh, uh, um, it's a movie from the '80s, so I I, I get that in uh, in America and still uh, it's it's stupidly hard to discuss uh, uh, abortion, and I think that uh, yeah, uh, feminism and abortion though they go hand in hand. Uh, yeah, even then. Yeah, the power to uh, to make up your own mind if you want to have the child of somebody who basically uh, uh, raped you. I, I think, yeah, I, I, I know it's it's hard to discuss on a podcast, uh, uh, but uh, come on, that 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 is it's just it just feels like a step back to not to have a feminist movie and, and not even make a remark about it. No, and, and as you mentioned to me uh, this week, the, 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 the book where it's based on doesn't have the impregnation. That's no. the, they, they don't end up uh, pregnant in the, in, the, in the book. No, so, and that's a, well. uh, the, the, the book ending is actually really good because they all make up their own man and they leave town. That is just, they create the, their own ideal man. Uh, I, I think that is a yeah. perfect ending. <laughs> It, it made me uh, want to read the book yeah, by exactly. uh, John Updike, uh, by the way. Yeah. So, wow. Uh, yeah, that's that's something else than uh, He-Man, Masters of the Universe. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, sure. <laughs> or a discussion about uh, Pikachu or something. <laughs> I know, no, but, but uh, that is... Uh, uh, this podcast can go all the way. <laughs> yeah, but, and, and that is something I have to give credit uh, 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 for this movie, is that it makes you think about these things and uh yeah yeah it's not like well it made me think of sucker punch the movie we watched in episode yeah. four uh, or i think where where we yeah it was a satire and it didn't work at all uh about well sometimes the same same subject as this yeah. movie handled and and here the satire worked but still you can have a discussion uh, on some details yeah. that's i agree that's, uh, that's yeah a, a conclusion i think um okay 
let's end this podcast with a game yes. from 2009. is a game from 2009 i mean bayonetta still plays fantastic it looks great the style isn't outdated i, I think uh, bayonetta is even more stylish than uh, a lot of other games uh, that just released it is uh <laughs> yeah the only way you know that you're playing a 12 year old game is by rotating the camera that's the only the camera is 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 really really shitty and you should not touch it because if you don't touch it it's fine uh yeah well then maybe i'd never touch it because i had no trouble with the camera oh wow if you ever but i know it's famous for having a bad My camera God. so i was prepared you just uh, uh do not touch your right your right uh <laughs> stick because it, it it no it, it will it will uh, uh uh fuck up your game it, it did uh, a few times uh, for me um yeah, no, this is a is a great game. Uh, it was uh, I I hadn't played it. Did you? No, no, I no, never. It was, uh, I knew it was a great game, but I never touched it. I, what happened to me? I played the demo, and and uh, demos are a bit rare now. Uh, game demos. Yeah. And I can see that because, well, it takes a lot of time making a demo. I know, and uh, what often happens is that well people play your demo and think well that's not for me and don't buy the game that but how happens. is it possible that you played a demo and felt that it wasn't it wasn't a good demo it hadn't it hadn't a good uh tutorial oh, yeah, it, yeah. it just threw you into the game without any context oh, yeah, yeah. and there's this yeah uh but ah, man i wish i could go back in time and tell myself fuck this demo yeah. buy this game because it's amazing. Yeah, it's 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 it, it's a perfect game. It was uh, created by uh, Hideki uh, Kamiya, and uh, he is of course uh, one of the co-founders of uh, Platinum Games. Um, in 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 two thousand and one, he created Devil May Cry, uh, a game that yeah created a genre on itself, uh, the the stylish action uh, game and. And with each uh, Devil May Cry game after that, the, the genre um, yeah, got bigger and bigger. But uh, Kamiya uh, himself wasn't involved with the series uh, after the, the, the first one. Um, but uh, yeah, and the reason why I tell this is uh, that Kamiya is, is, is mm -hmm. uh, known for his love-hate, uh, mostly hate relationship with his fans. <laughs> uh, well, funny hate, I, I should say. Um, He's famously okay. and uh, uh, or he, he famously and, and, and publicly uh, blocks uh, fans from from his uh, Twitter account uh, for a whole list of reasons. Uh, you can uh, 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 yeah read the list okay. of reasons because it's pinned as the first tweet. Uh, it's it's he's he's, he's so oh, funny wow. about it because Didn't he uh, yeah you can tweet at him I'm... and uh, try not to get blocked is the game. 
Um, <laughs> wow. He's so funny. And uh, 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 around... I, I, I have something to do this Yeah, week. you have something to do. Uh, but saying he's funny uh, will get you blocked. So uh, <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Uh, uh, love him already. And that uh, uh, same love-hate relationship um, is the thing that gave us Bayonetta. Uh, because uh, around 2007, when the, the stylish action uh, genre really started to have more and more great titles, um, he, he really uh, got annoyed with people looking back and saying that Devil May Cry uh, was good, but it didn't have enough moves and, and the response wasn't great. And, and that at one point he thought uh, to himself, well, that was six years ago. Stop just shitting on my game. I can do something way better uh, now. And then he, in, in 2007, he started uh, development on uh, uh, Bayonetta. And uh, yeah, this game has a, a lot of more moves. Uh, my, my favorite move is when you, you hold R2 and you start well, dancing around in that a circle. That is an amazing Shooting every, every enemy in, on stage. And ending with a photo shoot. That's that's the yeah. move. But this 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 game is so over the top. Yeah, but it's it's I, I love it for it. And um, yeah, would, would have would would have this game would have would it have been uh, as successful with a with well with a generic uh, protagonist with just just another action hero? No, I think the the bayonetta itself is what what what. Is half of this game's absolutely, appeal, right? Absolutely, she is yeah. so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way she moves and 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 uh, because it's also uh, it's like dancing and uh, the, the, her fighting and it's it's uh, it's really she's a superstar. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, the, the she's cool and she knows it. Uh, absolutely, absolutely, and the the. the yeah, I, I think the story is not the best part. It's it's not bad uh, uh, by no means. It's it, it's it's a it's a a good story, but it it feels a bit irrelevant when you play the game. Uh, yeah. Uh, in the yeah, I I am trying to going to try to tell you the story. Uh, yeah, I have to uh, uh, I have to say that in the first scenes of the game, you're you're fighting a a three headed uh, angel dragon. <laughs> And when I say this, it, it sounds really dumb, but it's actually a really cool uh, dragon. Uh, Fortitudo, his name is, and um, uh, and you're 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 standing on a falling uh, clock tower. It is a stunning action-packed set piece, and uh, <laughs> in the meanwhile, the narrate narrator is trying to tell you a story, and <laughs> I have restarted it thrice because. I don't have the concentration to read and uh, the subtitles and then kick the angel dragon's ass. It's just not possible. <laughs> I ended up just watching it on YouTube to, yeah, to, to listen to the story. And then still I had to put my hand over the action because I was just <laughs> not able to read anything because the action is so cool. So, um, yeah. This was not your dys dyslexia. This was no, just no, no. But it didn't help because... either. <laughs> no, no, no. I can imagine. Um, this is yeah. This was all news uh, to me. But uh, there were two 
factions that balance the world, the um, uh, Umbra witches who are followers of darkness and the Lumen sages who are following, uh, followers of light. <laughs> it's just... Uh, uh, but both uh, factions uh, mysteriously, uh, uh, mysteriously uh, disappeared. Uh, meanwhile, the angels from Paradiso, that is a reference to the mm -hmm. 14th uh, century poem uh, Divine Comedy by uh, Dante Alighieri, and um, they are trying to establish uh, a dicta dictatorship over the world. Because in this case, the angels... Are the other bad guys? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that um, <laughs> might sound confusing if you're a Christian, but uh, uh, yeah, the, the angels are <laughs> the bad guys, and witches uh, protect uh, humans from angels. So witches, uh, uh, even though they tap into into uh, darkness, uh, they are good. Every listener will have a perfect good understanding. Sure, of this is this is just yeah. your your basic ingredients of every story right that's just <laughs> no that it's it, it is a, a strange story and it's um i mean it's i did really enjoy the story uh but yeah uh, because they're funny scenes exactly funny cut yeah, scenes. yeah yeah uh that's and the characters are great she well uh, bayonetta is, is one of the best game characters i've ever yeah. seen and her her frenemy uh gene yeah. is amazing as well um i yeah th there's a lot a lot of stuff going on between these those two there's a lot a lot of subtext yeah. there <laughs> let's keep it that yeah. way without spoiling uh, some stuff uh every bad guy in this game is so over the top everything is over yeah. the top they're they're funny as hell the the, the boss fights are i i never like saying how can they come up with this stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, this is one of those rare set piece games after set titles piece. It's just... that makes me wonder how did they come up with yeah. this stuff? But my favorite, my favorite scene. There's a scene at the end of a boss fight uh, where Bayonetta takes a stone statue that's a, a replica of the of the you know Monica yeah. Piss in Brussels, the the, the 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 peeing little boy, and she rams it into a gasoline tanker. Causing the statue to piss gasoline all over the face of the, the of the boss. Then she shoots a bullet into uh, the penis hole of Monica Piss, <laughs> exploding the tanker and killing the enemy. It's yeah. amazing. That's it's well, amazing. That's the only word of it. And that's not even the the. It's it's not even. It, well, it's the craziest scene I think of, of this this game. But it's. But it's it's not. There's that, and then uh, the, then a long time. There's nothing, and then there's the rest. No, that, no. that's just, it's just the, the one cherry of the on top of the crazy yeah, yeah, pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 fantastic, and I think Bayonetta is uh, well. She fits our, our our theme. She is a a, a good witch, and a, a, yeah. a really powerful uh, uh, witch at that. Uh, uh, she, uh, yeah, isn't your typical uh, broomstick riding uh, large <laughs> wart on the nose type of witch. Uh, because Bayonetta is crazy hot. Um, when I first saw her, I, I immediately thought she was designed by a man. Um, because, yeah, she, she is basically... A, uh, uh, it's, I, I, I thought she is it was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
but she's actually all the anime cliches of the the, the, the sexy lady with the glasses. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, she's actually uh, designed by a woman, uh, Marie Shimazaki, and uh, she made Bayonetta really, really sexy. Uh, she has really long hair, and she wears it as a skin-tight leather cat suit with a really deep uh, back cleavage. And um, <laughs> she also uses her hair for fighting. Uh, the theory is that, uh, yeah, she, uh, her hair is a, a conduit for demons from Inferno. And uh, uh, what that means is that she can uh, uh, form uh, with her hair, she forms giant fists and giant healed feet and, and, and a giant dragon and, and uh, yeah, she makes her enemies suffer with with her hair. Um, her hair? Well, that's that's something I always that always makes you a little bit sick. <laughs> that at, at the end of a boss fight, often happens is that her hair changes into a well, into a dragon. Yeah, and then the dragon eats the boss. Yeah, and then it becomes her hair again. Yeah. So where where is that boss now? It's a natural uh, conditioner. It's uh, just. <laughs> is it still? Yeah. Is it still there? It's in it's her hair. Nice. Sure, sure it is. It's, oh man. Yeah. Don't think about it. Uh, no, 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 don't think about it. Uh, 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 the the designer uh, Shimazaki uh, tried to to make her a. Uh, she was annoyed that uh, women were always depicted as smaller. Uh, fragile beings and she wanted to uh, so she made her really tall and really uh, uh, huge yeah and she wanted to to make her sexy uh, 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 and not cute and uh, I think that is uh, yeah it's not exploitation uh, absolutely not but it is yeah there's a lot of shots just on her ass and just on her uh, cleavage uh, uh, so uh, so she yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I think the, the game still plays great they could have made this into a bottom measure yeah and a lot of uh, game action games from the time were a bit of bottom meshy yeah but the, the timing of the the counter attacks you have to do it's really precise yeah. and it's really hard to learn if you're not going to learn that in the beginning you'll have a problem at the end of the game because you will not finish this game if you can't do those counter attacks. Yeah. And I'm usually really bad at uh, timing counter attacks, you know that. Uh, you even played Assassin's Creed countering every attack. Assassin's Creed, you often don't even need to do that. No, no. No, I, I, I was uh, bad at countering, but uh, now I, I am getting the hang of it. Yeah. She has superpowers, but this time I think this witch has witchy superpowers yeah so she can turn into animals and the, the the superpower of the hair is really witchy i think yeah because the hair turns into animals it's oh there's, there's more yeah there's more and, and she makes uh, like like in um uh, dr strange uh, she forms emblems uh, and hexagons in in this from air yeah and uh those uh are spells so yeah, I mean her design is great, but all the enemies—it's—it it's, looks like nothing I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> I mean, forty-two though—the the, three-headed uh, angel dragon—I was talking about. Well, 
only two of those hats are dragon hats uh, on on a long neck, but, but its body is an upside down human hat with <laughs> with legs. It's just truly terrifying. And and yeah, I don't know. Every enemy I encountered was was just a whole new design, and and uh, and every. Uh, uh, yeah, every boss fight, every uh, uh, enemy has its own uh, finishing moves, its own torture moves, or its own its own uh, uh, climb uh, climax uh, moves, because of course it's called climax. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, another really cool thing about uh, Bayonetta is that she has uh, four guns: uh, two in her oh, hand yeah. and two on her heels. A witch with guns. Yeah. Why not? Why not make it standard? It's amazing. <laughs> I think it's absolutely perfect. Oh, even yeah, this, this game will keep on surprising you. Yeah. Even the genre, the, the genre switches sometimes. Sometimes it's suddenly a racing game, yeah. and then you're you're it's a first-person shooter, and that man, the creativity, and, and it doesn't always work. Some some. Uh, some genre changes are a bit awkward. Yeah. The the the, the flying part is it's I must say it's t- terribly done, but it made me it made me so happy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't say otherwise. And I know uh, that uh, Camilla is a a fan of all uh, those old uh, uh, flying shooters, and uh, I mean I didn't think I don't think he put a lot of effort in it, but he just wanted to uh, have that in it uh and, yeah. and I, I love that uh, uh that cool. he did so um there's uh yeah one other thing i, I wanted to discuss that the settings look amazing um i i i, I am actually quite amazed how, how good this uh, game from 2009 can look um the story takes place it takes place in in Vigrid, uh which is a, a very fictional uh, city in uh, Europe um, and when uh, Camilla was working on Devil May Cry he and his team uh, visited uh, the UK and Spain for inspiration I, I think you can uh, really see that influence there um, some of the parks Ooh. in the old city oh, of wow. Vigret uh, look like uh, uh, Parque Goel in, in, in Barcelona and the streets uh, really look like uh, Santiago de Compostela uh, oh, and wow. I've, I've been there it's, it's, it's just it really looks the same. It's uh, uh, you don't have to fight angels there, uh, but uh, uh, it, it is uh, quite uh, completely the same. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> it's it's. I'm so happy that I that we have this podcast and that I had a reason to dive yeah. into this game. Otherwise, and I, I would enjoyed I would, it so I much. I don't know if I would have played it. Uh, I even uh, avoided her in the new Smash Brothers. She's she's a DLC character in the in the in the new Smash Brothers, and I never played as her. And now I'm just going to play Bayonetta in Smash Brothers. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, we have to rank rank them, and I think this will be an interesting ranking time. <laughs> Don't you think? Yeah, me too. <laughs> Don't fuck with a witch. Yes, it's ranking time. And uh, before we do that, uh, I'll tell you that we the ranking, I will put it on our Tumblr page. That's supermagictimefriends.tumblr.com. Um, if you want to ask us a question about anything, uh, send an email to supermagictimefriends at gmail.com. 
uh, and give us a rating if you like our show. Um, uh, about well, speaking of liking things, we're <laughs> going to do our ranking now. We have sixty-four titles in our ranking, and well, we have some pretty good ones this week, and they're going to be high on the ranking. I'm going to spoil that. The lowest one, I'll spoil that as well, will be Charmed. That's not because of me. No. Blame Emilio. No, I... I uh, yeah, we had I to I think put this a, is a charming series, but uh, yeah. Yeah, we had to compromise, right? So we put it in the yeah, middle of yeah. our... Uh, of our opinions. Yeah. So, yeah. It's uh, pragmatism uh, gone wrong, I think. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> Pragmatism can never go wrong, Thijs. <laughs> Uh, it's on 39 so uh below the magical quest starring mickey mouse <laughs> well, he got away uh, <laughs> remember that one yeah and and above uh battle toads so uh yeah make of it uh anything <laughs> you, you know. yeah. and uh, then we uh, uh, discussed uh, uh black magic uh the comic we both uh, really loved um uh yeah it's uh at number eight in our top top, uh, top 10 um uh, just below uh, uh assassin's creed black flag and above new super super mario bros it's hard to rank because it's still ongoing exactly but it's, uh, yeah. it might <laughs> uh, uh it might be high up if the, the last volume is really bad uh and I, I, I don't know uh, when it's going to uh, conclude uh but no. right now we we uh, absolutely love it and um i think it it deserves a spot uh high up uh because yeah it's it's just i always uh try to uh, uh look at this list as a a recommendation list of all the weird things uh, that we discussed and yeah sure this one is this is one of those comics people go read it then we're going to rank the hardest one which is eastwick i I'm still, I'm still a bit uh, mesmerized by it. I still, but yeah, we, we we try to make sense of it and we place it at 32. Yeah, you, it's not low on our list, right? I mean, it's just in well, in, in the middle. It's exactly in the middle. Yeah, and uh, in a list of 64. And I think if you are still deciding uh, what's uh, uh, what to feel about this movie, it's 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 a perfect do. place for it. I do. Okay, okay, yeah, it's. Uh, I would have put it somewhat higher up. You would have put it somewhat lower. Um, so this is the, the exactly the bill. Uh, below Forever Night, the Canadian TV series, and uh, above Until Dawn, the Canadian game. And then our highest scoring uh, 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 game at uh, number six uh, on our list, Bayonetta. It's the same. I mean, if you if if you haven't played this game, go play it. It's uh, it's such a joy uh, to play this game. Uh, so we played so it. So creative. Yeah, it's absolutely. It is uh, uh, a, a really, and that's why we placed it uh, above Assassin's Creed Black Flag. By all means, uh, an astonishing game as well. But Bayonetta made me just the slightest bit more happy with all the creativity and I, I i just you cannot say that about black flag uh that the game always uh keeps me uh guessing what's coming next and uh, no. yeah uh 
I think that's... Yeah, we've spoiled some stuff from the game, but oh, believe but me... we haven't spoiled will... anything yet. No. No. <laughs> You're going to be surprised by all the weird stuff. So, uh, yes, Emilio, what will be next week's theme? Well, uh, next uh, week, we are going to scare the children. <laughs> yes. Yes, the theme is scaring the children. Yeah, we might have to explain it. It's uh, uh, titles that are for children... But yeah, are, or have stuff in it that's usually associated with children. Exactly. Titles. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it attracts children, but they will shit their pants if they do. Haha. <laughs> 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 yeah. So yeah, so, yeah uh, uh, that uh, rounds us up for uh, this week. We hope that you will tune in next week, and in the meantime, we wish you a super magical time. Bye, friends. Bye, friends. Bye, friends.